Welcome to the Healthy Leadership Mentor, a podcast hosted by Andrew Gray. Andrew has over 25 years experience as a business owner, not-for-profit leader, keynote speaker, mentor, and consultant. On the show, Andrew talks everything related to leadership, high-performance psychology, and inner life health for leaders in the world of business, sport, not-for-profit, politics, and media. With a tertiary background in sports psychology and a multi-decade career developing healthy, high-performance leaders, Andrew is ready to empower your path towards a healthy and fruitful life. Let's go to today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Healthy Leadership Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Gray. Today, we're at the start of a brand new season, and that season is titled, What to Do When It's All on You. I'm going to say that again, what to do when it's all on you. Now, this season is especially for people who have to face some of the following things. You've either got to make decisions and the consequences of those decisions are really significant, or there's important results that have to be achieved and it's all sitting on your shoulders. Or maybe you're in a situation where you've got to solve problems that you haven't actually been very well trained and prepared for. It's for those kinds of people in that situation. And specifically, I'm speaking to people who have to do these things largely on their own or without any team, without any uh, resources around them, without team members who have the same responsibility as them. So I'm thinking of a few key groups of people. I've listed out five for today's episode purposes. People who have to find solutions and finances when it's all resting on them. Firstly, I'm thinking of business owners. I'm thinking of uh, solopreneurs, people who are trying to start up a business perhaps for the first time and they're in it by themselves and they're battling away trying to make things happen. I'm thinking about sole traders, whether they are tradespeople or whatever kind of industry they might be working in, but people who are in the business space, but they are largely on their own, especially when they're first starting out. Secondly, I'm thinking of leaders without support staff and low resources. There's plenty of people in that situation where they are required to lead and required to make decisions and give directions, but they don't really have any support staff around them and they don't have a lot of resources. And so everything, the pressure, the responsibility for results is actually sitting on them. And so I want to encourage that person about what to do when it's all on you. Number three, and this is a really, really important group of people that we need to Uh, give special attention to. I'm talking to solo parents. Solo parents are some of my absolute heroes. I don't know how they manage to do what they do when they're fighting so hard to raise children on their own. And as we know, people can find themselves in a situation uh, as a solo parent because they're widowed or they've been abandoned somehow. Maybe they've been betrayed in a previous relationship. Maybe they are some of our more fragile people in society, victims of domestic violence who really need to have special care and attention and support around them in that season of their life. But for whatever reason, they find themselves in that boat. Solo parents are people who need support and encouragement because it's all sitting on them for raising their children. The fourth category of people that I'm specifically talking to in this season is singles who don't want to be single. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm talking about people who have always been single Uh, people who recently have become single, either through divorce or separation or some kind of breakdown of relationship. And of course, those who have become widowed because of the passing of a partner, a loved one. And so people who are single and don't want to be single. And number five, 
people who live alone. Some people are estimating in Australia right now that over 25% of Australians live alone. And some of them do that by choice and that's their prerogative. However, I'm just trying to highlight the fact that there are people who have to face life and it's all on their shoulders. And that's why I'm trying to encourage around this idea of what to do when it's all on you. So I want to take a moment or two for everybody listening to resonate with these people and the situation that they find themselves in. As I said, those different groups of people who have the pressure on them for all kinds of reasons uh, in business, in parenting, in relationships, in all kinds of situations, there is a lot of pressure on these people, pressure for results, pressure to survive, pressure to get through. And Naturally, hand in hand with that pressure, there's also a lot of loneliness that gets experienced. It's difficult to lead. It's difficult to be a decision maker. It's even more difficult to do those things when you feel alone or you are alone in that situation. And the struggle that people go through from day to day, many people believing that they won't have enough energy or what it takes to get through to the next stage of their life. The struggle is very, very uh, heavy on people who are in this situation Trying to figure out what to do when it's all on you is not easy. Uh, there's another situation that people find themselves in, and that is when they are dealing with abandonment and rejection. One of the reasons why some people are in this situation where it's all on them is not by their own choice. They have suffered some kind of aband- abandonment from others or rejection from others that's left them in this situation where they have to fight alone and battle alone. And it's not what they chose, it's not what they want, but it is where they find themselves. Self-talk in this situation can be very destructive, very negative. That self-talk spiral gets going in the head about how you're not going to make it through, you're on your own, nobody wants you. Uh, This can happen to people who are in a, a struggling situation in their personal life. It's just as much a prevalent thing for those in a business scenario and people in that boat. So, we need to resonate with the, the challenge that people face when they're dealing with all of the pressure is on them and they don't always know exactly what to do. The comparison trap is a very real issue for people as well, that they look around at those around about them and they see their life and their results and how they're going. And naturally, the mind starts to wander and people get into this trap of comparing their situation and their life to somebody else. It's very damaging to the self-esteem and the morale of that individual when they're in that lonely boat. Also, being a provider can add another layer of pressure if you're a solo parent, if you're a business owner, if you're a responsible person of any kind and you have people in your life who are depending on you for your provision, it adds another layer of pressure and stress and anxiety to the scenario of everything is on you and you don't always know what to do. I want to lay a foundational quote here for us in this season. And the quote uh, is taken from uh, the Bible. It's taken from Scripture. Now, I don't want you to get distracted by the source of the quote, whether you respect the source or not. That's your prerogative. I simply want you to lean into the truth of this quote. And the quote goes like this, It is not good for people to be alone. Let's unpack that for a moment. It is not good for people to be alone. What does it actually mean? What it actually means is that it's more than just not ideal. It's actually unhealthy, it's damaging, and it's limiting. Unhealthy, damaging, and limiting when people 
are alone for extended periods of time because we were hardwired for connection. It's always tough in life when you are trying to do things by yourself, let alone when pressure and responsibility are added. Here's another thought that's important to understand when we talk about this idea of it not being good to be alone, and that is that there are pieces of us locked up in other people. In other words, unless we're able to make the connections that we need to make in life, we will not be able to tap into the extra pieces of our own jigsaw puzzle to finalize the picture that we will put on the planet to achieve. And so it's unhealthy, is damaging, is limiting. We were hardwired for connection. There are pieces of us locked up in others. And how about this one here? Proximity to the strengths and weaknesses in others is one of the primary ways that we maximize our own strengths and minimize our own weaknesses. I'm going to say that again because I want you to have a moment to meditate on it and digest it. Proximity or closeness to the strengths and weaknesses in other people is one of the primary ways that we maximize our own strengths and minimize our own weaknesses. But how can we do that if we are alone and don't have proximity? The truth is that in isolation, the opposite happens. We end up maximizing our weaknesses and minimizing our strengths. And of course, we don't want to do that. We need to talk about the fact that there is a very stark reality of hurt and betrayal and broken trust that sometimes is the experience of people when they are alone, when it's all on them. People struggle in relationships, in business, in partnerships, in all kinds of connection opportunities. People can struggle to not be alone, not necessarily because they choose it and really want it, but because of past hurt and betrayal and broken trust. These are very, very serious realities that people are facing as they try to journey through what it's like to have not the wisdom, not the ideas, not the truth, not the strategies necessary, and it's all still on your shoulders to get the job done. There are some unintentional byproducts that emerge from being alone and disconnected, whether we choose that or it's a matter of our circumstance. The first one is that we can find ourselves getting locked up in a siege mentality. In other words, we start to believe that the whole world and everybody in it is against us and they're making it the business of their day every day to pile in on us and make our life harder. That can become a very genuine mentality that exists in those who feel alone and disconnected. Number two, self-doubt can become a real issue. People start to believe that because they're on their own and they're battling on their own every day, maybe they don't actually have what it takes to get the job done. Self-doubt's a real issue. Number three, jealousy becomes a big problem when we watch other people making progress and getting great results and living happy, healthy lives, or so it seems, jealousy can kick into gear for some people. Number four, when we're alone and disconnected, we have an increased risk of burnout. I've talked about this in a previous season where I've talked about the idea and the importance of good soul tank management. When we are alone and disconnected, battling by ourselves, trying to get it done, and all the pressure is on us, we have a significantly increased risk of burnout. Number five, we have difficulty with re-engaging team collaboration. 
the longer you battle alone, the longer you're disconnected, the longer you're in that grind by yourself trying to get things done, it then can become difficult in the future to re-engage with team collaboration because we come, we've become so accustomed to getting things done by ourselves. Now, I want to answer this question, which is why does this subject matter to everybody? Whether you find yourself as one of these people who is alone and battling or that's not your situation, it's actually an important subject for all of us and I want to touch on why that's the case. First of all, people who are in this boat, so to speak, they need support, they need encouragement, they need wisdom and practical solutions and we need to be aware of that. Number two, people who do lead teams, maybe larger teams with lots of resources, people who do lead these teams, you may employ these people one day who have been living alone and disconnected. And the truth is you need to understand the path that they have traveled on in order to really integrate them successfully into your team and into your context. It matters to all of us. I want to identify real quickly five high priority needs for people who are not knowing what to do because it's all on them. What to do when it's all on you is the name of this season. And so high priority needs, I've listed five of them. Number one high priority need of these people is empathy. Very important that we understand not sympathy. Sympathy is charity because we think the person is down and maybe they're staying there. What I'm saying is empathy. In other words, they need people who can resonate with them and understand where they are, how they got there, and the pathway out of that place. Number two, they need understanding, which means they need to be heard. Sometimes we dismiss people too quickly when they're trying to find an opportunity to explain their situation and how they got there. It's a high-priority need for people who are battling on their own to be understood. Number three, and this is really obvious, they need encouragement. They need voices in their corner to say, you do have what it takes, you can get the job done, you can experience better days than what you're experiencing right now. Number four, they need somebody trustworthy to lament with and celebrate with. Somebody trustworthy to lament with, in other words, a person who knows how to sit down next to them when they have a loss, when they suffer a defeat. Sometimes the last thing you need straight after defeat is a whole stack of answers. You just need a trustworthy friend who will sit there and be with you while you journey through that little mini season. And secondly, someone trustworthy to celebrate with. In other words, the kind of person who speaks well of you when you're not in the room. Somebody like that to lament with and celebrate with is such a high priority need. And then number five, these people need mentoring. There's lots of words that we use for mentoring. Sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes it's guidance. Sometimes it's uh, all kinds of other phrases, but mentoring is a great phrase to use. What these people need is someone who can take them by the hand, figuratively speaking, and show them the pathway into greater uh, places, team opportunities, increased prosperity, achieving their goals, and out of that stuck place that some people find themselves in. Empathy, understanding, encouragement, a trustworthy person who will sit with them, and number five, mentoring. Well, I want to encourage you, if you find yourself in this boat where you don't know what to do and it is all on you, it's on your shoulders, I, I want to encourage you very simply but very directly, especially if you resonate with this first episode in this season, and that is 
you can grow through this. I know it feels like you're not growing sometimes, but I want to encourage you, you absolutely can grow through this. Secondly, you can get through this. Just because you are where you are now does not mean that you're staying there. And thirdly, you can learn from this. There is help that's coming closer than you realize. And my goal in this season, my goal, generally speaking, is to help boost your hope, help to boost your self-belief, and to boost your ability to flourish in this season. And so I don't want you to feel like you're alone any longer. I want you to feel like the right answers, the right people, the right books, the right information are coming their way into your life and that you can open your eyes and begin to look for them because that is the truth. I'd love to hear from you guys as you listen to this season. If you've got thoughts you want to add, if you've got questions that you want to ask me, let me know in the comments below. Reach out to me, send me an email, send me a DM on the social channels to talk to me about what it is that you need in this season if that's where you are. And uh, when we get into our next episode next week, we're going to start to dive into the practical strategies, the actual wisdom and solutions for what to do when it's all on you. And I know that's going to be helpful for you, but that's all we've got time for in this short introductory episode to this new season. Until next time, bye for now. You have been listening to The Healthy Leadership Mentor with Andrew Gray. This episode was proudly sponsored by APG Elite, home of world-class mentoring, management and consulting. Find out how APG Elite can help transform your organization by visiting apgelite.com.au. Or if you would like to subscribe to Andrew's weekly newsletter, you can do that by visiting andrew-gray.ck.page. For all other links, including Instagram and TikTok, see the show notes. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in.